Hey, this is Marilyn Gigliotti. Hey, this is Brian O'Holloran. Hey, everybody. My name is Scott Schiaffo, actor best known as the Chulies Gum Guy from the film Clerks. And welcome to Clerks Minute. You're listening to Clerks Minute. And I'm not even supposed to be here today. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from AMC's Comic Book Man, the podcast I sell comics, and the Ming and Mike Show. And you're listening to Clerks Minute. What's up, everybody? This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Man. You got a minute? Good, because you're listening to Clerks Minute. Hey, this is Walt Flanagan, the Lon Chaney of the 90s, and you are listening to Clerks Minute. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Clerks Minute Summer Series. Today, I have something special. Um, Kyle, when we were doing a show called T Retrocast, um, found an unaired pilot for the Clerks television series that, obviously, as I said, never aired on TV. And um, we watched it on YouTube. It is not very good. It's kind of a clusterfuck. But we did sit down and break it down, and it is a very, very funny conversation. Um, so that is going to be this week's episode. So step back and enjoy us talking about the unaired Clerks TV pilot. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the TV Retrocast episode number two. I'm Blake. I'm Kyle. I'm a fellow minimum wage jockey. <laughs> and um, we are here to discuss Kyle's choice for this month. Kyle, what did you choose for us this, to watch for this month? This is the black sheep of the Kevin Smith canon, even though he really had no intru- involvement in it. This is the unaired pilot for a sitcom based off of Clerks. It uh, was produced in 1995, 1995 as a sitcom after the success of the film. Wow. Film. Uh, it was unaired. Uh, it was written by Richard Day, based off of the characters created by Kevin Smith, directed by Michael Lissack, who's basically done a lot of TV. Yeah. TV, mainly sitcoms. I have to admit, I, I am a huge Kevin Smith guy. I have the, the entire Kevin Smith collection. People don't know that. I am a big Kevin Smith guy. I have never seen this. I did not know this was a thing until about 25 minutes ago. I did not know yeah. this was a thing. I've never watched this before. Wow, what a weird 22 minutes. <laughs> okay, this was filmed during the production of Mallrats. Mallrats, okay. and Smith had no involvement at the attempt of the series. He didn't even know about it until they, until he, he didn't even know about it until he somehow found out the pilot was underway. Way, when he heard about the series, he actually wrote a script for it that was rejected and wound up getting used for the animated series. So there's um, Brian O'Halloran and Jeff Anderson, the actors who played Dante and Randall respectively, respectively both auditioned for Dante because Jim Brewer had already been cast as Randall. Wow. Randall. Oh, uh, Jim Brewer? Yeah. Oh my god, I recognize him. Yeah. Uh, after they saw the result, both were glad they didn't get the part. Okay, we'll, we'll go through the cast. I, well, so it was Randall. Jim Brewer, I know Jim Brewer from the O&A days. Saw in comedy one time. That's not because the only time I saw him in comedy was drunk. That's the whole of the story. Yeah. Um, I did not know he was in this. I did not know that. <laughs> uh, on his resume, he lists this as the, te- as the Tempest. Wow. Why not? Uh, we have Andrew Lowry as Dante. Okay, I didn't. Okay, he didn't do a bad job. What's he from? Uh, well, let's see here. He's best known for playing Mac McGivick. Uh, this man, what the? Hell? They got they cut off the. Uh, uh, Mac McGivern in School Ties, that Brendan Fraser movie. Okay. Uh, he was in Color of Night. Uh, My boyfriend's back. Back, which is actually very good. Uh, he was Andy 
in uh Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the uh, movie. Yeah. Uh, see, I'm just trying to figure out where it's okay. Where he was known from, but uh, that's wow. It's just so random. It's just such a weird little cast we got here of characters. Um, <laughs> just trying to get my head straight yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, I have to say, Andrew Lowry actually wasn't bad as he was. He was. He was one of the better things in here. Just, I, just wow. I just having my problems here. Uh, who is playing Veronica? Uh, Veronica is Noelle Parker. However, you might know her from uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. She played Harmony Star, the little sidekick to Ernest. Okay. And of course, um, try to think of the other character's name that I can't think of right now. Who's what was the name of the ice cream guy? Uh, Todd. Todd, Todd played by Rick Gomez, who is best known. Uh, he was George Lowe's in Band of, Band of Brothers. He was in Sin City, Transformers. Uh, he play, his best-known role is ADA... ADA, hold on a minute. ADA David Vasquez on the series Justified. Okay. And, of course, was that was that Carrie Russell in there randomly? Uh, yep, she played Sandra, who honestly looked like, looked like Donald Trump if he fell asleep in the tanning bed. And I do love the, the tanning humor, as we'll get through this. Yeah. It was actually some of the funnier stuff in this. Ah, uh, Jesus, this is rough. I do and, have notes. Oh, I'm gonna and, have a hard time. I'm gonna and, explain to people. I have a hard time going through these notes because this is weird. And who was playing Ray? Just out of curiosity. Okay, Ray is played by Bodie Elfman. Okay, Bodie Elfman. Uh, well, let's see. I'm guessing the guessing a son, a cousin of Molly Elfman, a nephew of composer Danny Elfman. Yeah, I was gonna say relation to Danny Elfman. I was wondering. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's do this. I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> First thing I noticed as we started off this, by the way, this was what it said. It was said on the screen. It was May thirty first, nineteen ninety five, which I'm guessing was the uh, date. Not, was, date was shown to the execs. Okay. Um, how the hell did this get online, by the way? How the hell did this get online? I'm guessing somebody found had a copy of it and leaked it. Okay, I was because about because that. because uh, there used to be like a three minute reel of footage from this that uh, circulated on the web, and Kevin Smith told him out, and basically it got this mythically bad status. So I'm guessing somebody finally got a hold of the copy and leaked it. Yeah. Well, leaking it is a key here because, wow, I, I'm i sorry. Normally when we do this, I'm not this, like, thrown off. Yeah. It says there was so much in here that I just didn't expect. So we cut to the store that's supposed to be the quick stop. The quick stop. That's Although not I the think it, quick think stop. It, no, I think it's in either a strip mall or an actual shopping mall. Yeah, it's not the quick stop that we all know and love. It's the faux stop. Yeah, so why not? And, and here the random works at the video store still. Yeah. And, and Todd is the ice cream guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing he works at the works at probably a Baskin Robbins or something in the mall. Oh, whatever works. So Okay then. So we cut into the store. And I really thought the way it was starting, it was just gonna be a bunch of bits <laughs> together. I really did the way it was Kinda like the movie. Yeah, kind of, but at least the story, at least the movie had a story. Over, an overarching story, but when this started, it felt like we were just doing like SNL bits the way this started. Badass and Elpits, and I, I just wrote down cancer humor as this thing starts. <laughs> the first joke in here has to do with cancer, and I'm like, oh great, I see where we're going with this today. Um, what I wrote down here was um, talking about what was her name? Who was her name again? Sandra. Sandra, played by Carrie Russell. Yeah. Sandra is. I'm um, talking about her un unnatural tan, saying that um she might get cancer. And her line was, um, lotion equals cancer. <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about yeah. here randomly? Yeah. All the whole thing that, you know, overexposure on a tanning I bed know. causes, yeah. I know, but still, cancer humor to start our show, yeah. so why not? 
Not the strangest thing in this thing. We'll get to that later. Um, not the only reference to death in this, in the, in the humor in this. So, we cut to um, Randall and Todd throwing a football, playing football with something random. I, I didn't think know it was the, probably an ice cream sandwich or something. Why not? Um, Dante deemed himself the god of convenience, which is actually a very funny line. Anyway, the very, god of convenience. The god of things convenience. That was a, that was, I gotta give a very funny line. Enter Veronica, who I did not even catch her name. I just assumed it was her. I just know it at the show. I just kind of assumed it was her. Um, they, she, she wants to know what kind of plans he has for his, for his life. He has big plans. Big, big plans. <laughs> of course. Um, and um, she wants to know what they have planned tonight. And food and some sort of visual entertainment. <laughs> Couldn't, he could not get that off again to hang out. Yeah. Which really pisses her off. I can't really blame her. Yeah, although on that it is, one. If, although, if, although if it's the boss saying the goodbye, it's rather in character with the movie, considering the fact the guy basically left town without telling him. This is true. Can't argue that point. Very, very true. <laughs> we cut to the video store where they are watching dinner, having dinner in a movie, movie. quote unquote. What were they eating? I I missed I, that in my I notes. Say, I don't know. I think they were eating like a burrito or something. Burrito or something. Yeah. Um, and they were talking. Uh, there was a funny line saying. The top, the top of the night off like this, sex in a car. <laughs> well, why not? <laughs> so, I just wrote down a spoiler alert for the next segment, which made me laugh. I have to admit, I did appreciate Randall spoiling movies yeah. at the counter. Yeah, he's Because that was a douche move, but it made me laugh really and hard. And it was actually rather in character. So, it was Crying Game, Presumed Innocent. Yeah, yeah. Crying Game. Yeah, the exact name exact is Crying Character, she's a man, uh, Crying Game, she's a man, man, Presumed Innocent, the wife did it. Wife did it, and what was the last 1984. one? 1984. 1984, they shoot him. <laughs> shoot him, six bucks. <laughs> By the way, so two bucks a movie, that ain't bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. No, we actually have a video store that actually offers rates like that. Oh, there you go. And then she ends up, um, he ends up apologizing and giving her a copy of Legends of the Fall. For free. For free, which... And then, as she's about to head out, Bear eats him, and she nearly gets hit by the flying tape. And he really enjoyed all that. <laughs> so, which does sound like Randall. Yes. So, Dante's dad shows up. Who played that character? Uh, Larry Brandenburg. Uh, let's see. Here, uh, he was Skeet in the Shawshank Redemption, Stan Grossman in Fargo, Detective Nunzio in the Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Claus, basically the one who was... I knew he looked familiar for something. Yeah, yeah basically he's the one interviewing, uh... Scott, Scott, what, Scott, and he's giving him all these false names. False names. What is your day, name? Parnoel. What is your name? Topo Gigio. Oh, so, um, and, and I love, I do like the line. Um, I'll, I'll be right back. I'll ask for the lecture on how I'm breaking my mom's heart. It's a high guilt factor, but it's short. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. Wow. <laughs> we, again, not the straightest moment in here. We'll get to that. Um. His dad actually said that if he had a job interview for him. Oh, he better is that is that uh he goes uh he goes how'd you get this? Well, I was we well I was cry it's because a guy in an elevator came in and saw me crying. Naturally, your name came up. Of course. <laughs> um, Green Eastern Insurance was where he got the uh, he set up a job for him. Apparently, random name. I I didn't yeah. think I meant anything. I just wrote yeah. it down. Um, we cut back to the video store and apparently watched a Little Woman. Yeah. And uh, I got a couple of little woman jokes here. I'll get to them both in a sec. I'll, I'll tie them both together. One of them was um, they went to the It's Full Sucks and Blows routine, yeah. which I have to admit I didn't. I saw it coming. I wrote the joke down before they even finished the yeah. joke. Yeah. I had it written down in my notes yeah. already. 
Um, and the uh, other one, of course, they and this came in later, but I'll say it here. Two hours, five women, no breasts. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. So, we meet Ray in a baggy jacket. And I, I and just a little little uh, trivia here. When they did the pilot, it was originally supposed to be Jay doing this, but Kevin Smith reminded them that he owned the rights to Jay and Silent and he Bob. And to this day. So just one letter changed, and lawsuit avoided. Yes. So Ray, because this would not fit Jay's character though at all. This really although although he did seem to pick although he did seem to pick up this uh, trait for the animated series. Yeah, but still, it's it's different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bum baggy jacket. And, um, actually, you know what this reminded me of? Did you ever see, what movie was that? I have it in my collection. I think it was, Can't Hardly Wait? Was it Can't Hardly Wait? I don't remember. But there was a character, I think it was Can't Hardly Wait. And, um, there was a character under the Kip stealing shit. <laughs> Every time they saw him in the door, he would steal something. And they would never catch him. He'd just walk out stealing <laughs> something. Like, every scene. Every <laughs> scene. He was later in the meeting in American Pie. But it was a funny joke. That's what well, it's here really he's up. walking a baggy jacket, arms crossed. Okay, so, um... What? What's with the jacket? I'm cold. And you cro- arms crossed? Knife fight. Knife fight. <laughs> Holding yourself because... Knife fight. <laughs> so, okay. So, apparently he was trying to steal beer. Yeah. Like you do. Says, uh, come on, Ray. You know the rules. No fake ID. No beer. <laughs> This has to be Jersey. This has to be based in Jersey. Wow, this is a rather 180 from the guy who guy who was vehemently against selling cigarettes to the little girl. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, well, there you go. Um, you find out that they got back from, this is actually where the two hours, five woman, no breast joke comes from. Although then again, I think it was more than more that Randall got caught and basically he wound, he wound up getting blamed for it than any scruples. But. Exactly. Well, Veronica asked for the bathroom key. We found out the bathroom door was stolen. <laughs> What the fuck? Is it? Is that a normal thing in no, Jersey? No, that is not normal anywhere. <laughs> what the hell steals a bathroom door? Who honestly, has the, who has the time? That's the question. Even, who has the time to go back there and do the and do like and, and Jimmy out the hinges? You can't pry those off. It's impossible to pry those off. Like, who the hell? I know. Give somebody that? enough time and a crowbar, and they may be able to do that. You're not a fucking superhero. Like, what the fuck? And then she basically says, well, with all those nice pictures on it, it was only a matter of time. <laughs> I'm guessing guessing there were some girly pictures on the other end. I can't get over the back of the bathroom door was stolen. It makes no what sense. part of Jersey is this in? Oh and what kind of shithole part of Jersey is this in where someone steals a fucking bathroom door? Oh, my God. So, anyway. Um, Honestly. Nine Highlands, because that's what the movie was saying. So, Nine Highlands. Was... Yeah. Anyway. Um, you meet Cliff. Um... And who we find out they went to school with him. He graduated to college. He worked at a law firm in New York. I didn't bother writing down the law firm because it really doesn't matter. Uh, he's who is Cliff? He's played by Andre Namek, uh, who actually went on to become a writer. Really? Yeah. Let's see here. We go. Th- well, let's see. Start out doing. Uh, well, he's definitely a good actor. So there you go. <laughs> well, he started out doing. Uh, started out doing TV. Uh, he then went on to write Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol. We'll co-write that. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Michael co-write that one. He co-wrote the sequel, Out of the Shadows. He's writing for Zoo currently. Okay. On upcoming projects, he's actually working on the next Beverly Hills Cop movie. And as far as acting goes, this was, I think, one of his few major roles. Quote-unquote. Quote-unquote. Well, actually, I think this is actually his only major role because he mainly did a lot of uh, guest work and his last... Role role before 2015 was in Lois and Clark. He played Jerry White. Okay. 
Jerry, well, his last role was a cameo in uh, Project Almanac. Well, he hits on Veronica because really they knew each other. Blah, 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 blah. Reminds me of that Rick guy from the movie. I was thinking that, and he probably just didn't want to use the character again. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Thank you. I was wondering why it reminded me of somebody from the movie. Thank you. Yeah, I think they gave some of his traits to Lance Dowds in the Clerks 2. So, um, I do love the fact that... (laughs) Oh, and speaking of which... The plot of this with Dante's dad dad trying to get him to go do a better job, it actually feels like the plot of Clerks 2. It really does, where, a little bit. Where he's thinking of just going to Florida and doing that car car thing, the uh, car wash thing, because it's what's expected of him. Yeah, it does feel like that. Yeah, so why do I have the feeling that he saw as you know, he thought, you know, it's shit. It's a good storyline. Let's just go with it. It's mm-hmm. a, yeah, it's, just a, it's a shit pilot, but it's a good storyline, so. Yeah, well, it also worked better in Clerks 2. Yeah. So, um, with Jennifer Schwalbach being as yeah. uh, being... In that movie as well. Yeah. Anyway, um, I do, I do, I did enjoy the line that um, Dante tried to kick him out, and he said we're closing. And, and Cliff asked, "I thought you were 24 hours." And Dante's reaction was, "Not, not at, at night. night too." <laughs> Doesn't make it's any like, sense. It's, like, it's, it's like Sex Panther. 60 percent of the time, it works all the time. <laughs> so we we continue, we talk about how come Cliff, Dante, and them don't like Cliff. Apparently they were painting Bookley Tower. And yeah, he got the water caught. tower. It's the water tower. Yeah, so stupid. They were graffitiing Bookley Tower. Uh, the police ca- caught him, and Cliff sold him out. Yeah, it's... basically he froze and sold him out. So I did write down that um, Veronica calls him charming, focused, and motivated, and Todd comes back with and with silk hair that begs to be touched. <laughs> and Randall, the best part was Randall. I'd love to disagree with you, but I can't. Yes. <laughs> Boy, Randall, still waters run deep there, eh? So, and I thought Jay was the one who closeted gay man in denial. Um, and of course he's an adult, and Veronica walks out. Well, then again, he's also the guy who has no shame in watching her aphrodite porn. <laughs> so they walk out. She walks out, and um, Dante asks, "Am I really stuck in high school?" And Randall does say yes. <laughs> so we cut to the next morning, I guess, or later well, on this well, night. Well, like, well, what is it? Was it later this night I, or next I morning at this it, point? I think it may have been the next morning, maybe. Well, he, um... Yeah, and, and in Randall's defense, high school never really ends. Well, <laughs> oh, depend on where you go. Um, he, um, he's leaving a message for Veronica. He says to ignore the other three messages, including the ignore the bitter hostile one, just... <laughs> Deal with the lonely, um, lonely, pathetic one. Apparently, <laughs> why not? So, um, apparently they got into another fight about some something about this is exactly what I wrote down. Something about not participating in my own life. Maybe I shouldn't have been paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going on this whole diatribe, and Randall. That actually looks, sounds. That actually sounds more like a Randall line. Well, well, Randall was in deep thought thinking about pie during this entire monologue. <laughs> Which honestly does sound that like That does Randall. not surprise me whatsoever. Yeah, which honestly does sound like Randall. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Actually does sound like me at times, too. Actually, that sounds like Jim Brewer in general. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, um... Anyway, so he's going to make a call. The job phone call. That sounds yeah. pretty funny. So Randall starts running, running down things you're going to miss, like, um, keeping, um, like spying on the midnight aerobics class. <laughs> Why not? That's- and There's scrolls in the parking lot. Uh, what? <laughs> and bagel hockey, which Wait. honestly does sound like fun. And <laughs> honestly does sound like something the pair of them would do. Uh, on the roof, though. Yeah. On the roof. Well, <laughs> they should have done that when they lost the ball. Get a bagel. Bagel. <laughs> problem solved. Good idea. Do I, um... So we go inside, and this is the part where I'm like, 
while this just went very, very dark, where, where um, Dante makes a phone call, he he gets the interview, and then he turns to Randall and said, do you think I made a mistake? And Randall does a full-out detailed miming of hanging yourself. <laughs> oh my god, it was dark! Well, that's actually something I do. Dude, it was dark! <laughs> what the fuck? Well, no, I done the detailed hanging yourself. But... Over the topness of it, it was like, oh my god! Although, once again, it does really sound like something Randall would do. Yeah, but that was dark. Yeah. Um... So, this is supposed to be a comedy show, eh? Anyway, dark! Dark comedy. Oh my god! Um, so we cut to Todd saying, um, you really want to be an insurance agent if they'll had me, and this leads to Dante practicing, you're not covered, three <laughs> different ways, and all of a sudden, I'm just sitting like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and then the last way he goes, you're not covered, while pointing. Point he goes, wow, that actually, I like that one the best. It actually made me feel like I wasn't covered. So, we, um, um, Randall runs in with an idea on how to get, um, Sasha, Sandra, 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 Sandra to like Todd, and, um, we'll have a mixer on Thursday night. She'll get drunk, you'll look good, and uh, do the Dante's line of needing more beer for that, which is a very funny line. <laughs> well, I'm, gonna and that, more, I'm gonna have to order more beer. And that's just friends being friends. I got no problem with that joke. Very funny. It actually sounds like the only way I'll get laid. So, or was I? Need more beer. Okay, oh yeah, or, sorry. Yeah. My father lands. Oh yeah, my, he says we find out on Thursday night, and um, Dante has his job interview on Friday morning. He doesn't want. He wants to be an adult and not do this. I understand that. Yeah. But I I don't know where the fuck this one came from. But right on then, my father lands jumbo jet loaded all the time. So he was the inspiration for flight. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, I'm guessing probably the rash of a uh, rash of a uh, pilot drug pilots in the 1990s. Seriously. Um, Apparently, it was so much that they actually made a joke about it on The Simpsons, where Homer, well, I'm not that. Where, 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 no, where Homer looking for a new water goal to get thrown out of Moe's, actually borrows a pilot's uniform to get into a pilot's only bar called the Black Box, and like actually winds do. up getting mistaken for a pilot and has to fly a plane. Like you do. Um, so anyway, he um, doesn't want to have it at the um, at the quick stop, quick stop. the faux stop. Full stop. And because he wants to make sure he has the reference, which leads to Randall wondering what the hell the reference is. And Todd said, it's like a rap sheet with only good stuff. Which might just be the best explanation for a reference sheet <laughs> yeah. ever. I didn't expect it. It was very funny. There's a whole lot of truth in that That's line. a very good line. So, we find out, at the end of this whole little scene, as Randall and Todd are storming out, that apparently they had an oath in 8th grade, you do what comes easiest, the minute it gets difficult, you quit. The fuck? That's <laughs> it. Kind of, sounds, kind of sounds like a lot of people I work with. And then magically it's Thursday. Apparently <laughs> magically it's Thursday really? night. I, this is a really strange wow. time frame. Well, the sun didn't set it crashed. <laughs> Seriously, magically it's Thursday night. I don't know what the hell they started the scene on. We cut back to the video store. In the middle of the mixer. In the middle of the mixer. And um, Sand- Sandra, yeah. keep saying her name wrong. I want to say Sasha because I'm yeah. wrestling, but Sandra. Um, She pretty much admits to burning a man in a tanning booth after five hours. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, she fuck? said she forgot he was in there because he fell asleep, and she only uh, and she only realized that he was in there when she smelled something cooking. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I like, and you thought the m- miming hanging was dark. I, it's, wow. Todd, Todd don't make like, lemonade lemonades, and pretty much says, oh, I'm a, I'm a woman who can cook. <laughs> wow, thank you for that. I, I just say nice attempt at a save. Well, it worked, because since Cassandra starts hitting on him, saying that she wants to, um, Pretty much fuck at a tanning bed so long. Yeah. 
10 and claw in bed. Why not? And, and then, I don't blame and, Todd, and I can't blame Todd here because he whatsoever. Did, Todd just has a whole out BSOD. And then Randall slaps That's him a, in the head, and Todd just goes with the conversation. Can't blame him at all. Which actually was a good moment. I can't argue that. It's very funny. Yeah. So we cut back to the post stop, and Ray is back. Trying to take <laughs> out a giant bag of ice. What the fuck? <laughs> and, and I remember you were actually laughing at that. <laughs> Top. I understand the point of the joke. Yeah. That's what made it funny. Yeah. It was just a way of getting right. The writer started to let them know that Cliff's having a party. Yeah. And Veronica's at the party. And he basically says, he said, if I brought him the ice, he'd let me stay outside and watch. What the fuck? <laughs> and to which I have to say, wow, how desperate are you for that? Well, apparently he's very desperate. But he um got Deontay very jealous. Yeah. And um left Ray in charge of the storm. We'll get to that later. Which basically... We it, knew this was going to be an issue. We'll get to that later. It's like a bad... It's about as good of an idea as leaving the nuclear codes with a six-year-old. We'll move on. He goes to Randall for help. And Randall... And this is... No, this is, this is not Jim Brewer acting. This is just Jim Brewer being Jim Brewer. Yeah. He goes with this whole... You hurt me, Dante. I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> I swear he took that right out of his acting. <laughs> I swear. Um... And he and and Dante pretty much promises Randall that his idea is going to be it's going to be stupid, and you can get into a lot of trouble, which Randall loves. So which honestly does sound like Randall. So they run off, and they steal Todd on the way, yeah. and Todd is pissed, and I don't no! blame him. I don't blame him at all. No, my luck. Why did they have to grab Todd? I don't understand I the point of that at all. Because excuse me, because they're life wrecking idiots. So, yeah. I, get, say, I, I would, knowing my luck, that would happen. <laughs> so, Cliff, Cliff, yeah, I'm at the Cliff's place, yeah. and Cliff's place looks terrible, by the way, I know that. It's a dump. Absolute dump. And, but it, to, to their credit, they actually do remark on that. And do comment on that. So, we, there, he's having a, pretty much, he wanted the high school Omni on a party, and they're playing Vanilla oh, Ice, nice. which... Randall has a lot of fun with. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, wow. Yeah, it really did match that high school audience. Vanilla Ice. <laughs> so, Dante convinces Cliff to go back to painting the tower from earlier. Because, well, why not? Because he's petty. <laughs> so, we get back to the top of the tower. Cliff is blitzed off his mind. Or just really overreacting. I'm not quite sure at this point. Perhaps he's high from the paint. Any of the above at this point. Why not? So, um... Uh, Dan Dante finally admits that he had a mental tattoo of the evening the last time they were on this yeah. tower. And pretty much just wants him to go through the same thing that he did. And, um, Veronica comes up to try to stop them. Um, pretty much Dante admits to Veronica that he was just trying to show them Cliff was a weasel. Yeah. And, well, Cliff, Don, Veronica already knew this. <laughs> Cliff doesn't want to get doesn't want to get in trouble because he'll lose a job in New York. And cue the cops. <laughs> yeah, the cops show up. Dante takes the blame after Cliff starts crying. And also tries to run away, only to realize that he's running in circles on a water tower. <laughs> Which is ridiculously dumb. Yeah. Well, then again, he's also drunk off his ass, so... So Veronica actually sees this, and we cut to the cop car, where, where Dante and Veronica are both arrested. And I do love Dante trying to make out with her on the car. That was very funny. Um, yeah, so, want to make out? It just gives him this death glare that... You no, know, no, it's a funny joke. It's a yeah. very funny throwaway joke. I give credit where it's due. Yeah. 
I'll, I'll give credit to the guy. Also, does call back to earlier. Said you want to top this evening off? Sex in a car. Yeah, it was a good throwaway line. So not she. She said she's not going to break up with him, and um, she oh, saw she, a glimmer oh, of hope in him yeah. tonight. Oh, she's she still pissed as hell with him. But yeah, it's, it's a fight. Yeah. We're having a fight, yeah. and that happens. Yes. So she he tells her he's going to take that job because being mature means never having to say you're happy. <laughs> Wow, that was a weird way to go, but why not? It fits this series. Fits this weird episode we're watching. Yeah. Um, she wants him to work harder at being himself. That's all. They do the I love you, I love you thing, and that makes the cop cry yeah. and let them go. He goes, go on, go on before I change my mind. End of show. Oh. Credits. Yeah. And Meester can't even tell Hit by Soul Asylum. But I do love that song. Yeah. And I and hey, at least they actually put in a continuity nod to the movie. They also opened up with the Clerks song too from the yeah. movie. Both yeah. songs were from the movie, so I don't know that. Yeah. But um, we were watching security footage of, of Ray, Ray in speedy motion <laughs> like the fucking Flash, emptying yeah. the entire content of the post stop, yeah. which it's ridiculous. <laughs> Over Ridicu the top it's, it's and the, end of show. It's one of those where it's so ridiculous, it's funny. Yeah, and over and and, and, he, and it ends with him stealing the security mm -hmm. camera. That was funny, but if they wouldn't want to do the full sound song, or they couldn't get the right, just put Benny Hill music over that. Yeah. There you go, you got the ending of the show. I don't know how to rate this. Like I don't, I don't, don't think you, I don't think you can rate this. Like we, we, we went a weird jump. Like we went a weird jump from last. I rated to fish part. out of ten. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't rate this. This is a weird show. It it ha it's not good. It's not bad. It had some moments. It's just it's just weird. It was it, just it, a weird it, it just suffers minutes. from being watered down. Here's what I'll do. I will put the show, the actual what we watched, yeah. in the show notes on the website, and you can watch it for yourself and let us know what you think. Yeah, because this is weird. We can't. We cannot rate this. No, it's impossible for it us. It broke the rating scale. So next month is my birthday month. I haven't decided what we're watching yet. By the way, if this is what happens. I didn't do this on purpose. The way the pattern of our... We both have our choices on our birthday month. Oh, that was not on purpose. That was not done on purpose. I realized it's not filling out the year. So there you go. The next month is our birthday month. We'll figure out what we're doing. Um, Till then, thank you all for listening. Kyle, anything you want to close it out with? Are we good? I'm good. All right. So, um, Captain, we're on iTunes right now. I'm trying to get us everywhere else. New show, trying to get us relaunched everywhere. We're on iTunes. I fixed all the RSS issues we were having with episode one, so you should be able to find this. And on that feed, all our RetroCast episodes are there, too, so you can yeah. listen to all those as well. That's pretty cool. Um, till next month, um, I'm Blake. I'm Kyle. And um, thank you so much for wa watching with us here on the T Retrocast. Do not anger the Feeny. Noinch, 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 smoking weed, smoking weed, doing coke, drinking beers, drinking beers, 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 rolling fatties, smoking blunts, who smokes the blunts, who smoke the blunts, rolling blunts and smoking weed.